Faith Legacy starts here. You're listening to the 3D Legacy Podcast, where we encourage and empower you to build a legacy of faith in your children and the next generation. Welcome to the 3D Legacy Podcast today. I'm Pastor Katie and so excited as we go through this Meant for More series where God is taking us from just the ordinary to something even greater than that. Um, just the thing that's that have been on my heart and my mind is that yes, God takes us from like complete and utter devastation and can make that completely new, but also also the thought that just has really hit my heart in these past few months is that God takes the things that are going okay, the things that are good, the things that are fine, but he's taking those and transforming them into a powerful Christian life that is amazing, that is greater than what we could have ever expected, that's different, that stands out. And so just encouraging you that in your homes, that you are meant for something more, that there is something greater, a greater purpose that's being developed and released in your home as we work with our kids and we train them up in the way that they should go and pray over them and speak life over them and let allow God to do something new within our families. And so today's episode... We're going to be talking about imitate to create. Hopefully, you were able to see um, our episode of Spaceship Wonder on the YouTube JFA Kids First pay or YouTube channel. Um, we talked a lot about just creativity and how God allows us to be creative, and it all comes from Him. Creativity comes from Him because He is a creative God, and because He's a creative God, He takes us from imitate just being like everything else in the world or just copying off of something else and being creative and to create something new. And through being close to his heart and being close to who he is, we have that desire within us to create something new and to look at things in a new way um, because God is a God of new. So we're going to kind of dive into that today, unpack it, um, see what that looks like in our homes and how we can develop creativity in that sense and foster that sense of creativity and creation in our homes. So let's dive in. Um, Through today, just kind of giving that big picture purpose is we need to really dive in and look at why creativity is important and what it reflects and what it shows about God in our homes. And then ultimately, how can we develop creativity in our homes to be those solution providers, to be um, those new things that are going to, new creations that are going to breathe life into the old and see the new thing that God is doing. Because God is a God of new. God is a God of, you know, we see it all throughout the Bible is making things new, changing beauty or ashes for beauty, mourning for dancing, all of those things. We see how he flips them and he takes something and he rebuilds it and he makes it new. And so because of that, that is what we really need to be looking for as Christians in our homes that, you know, God is 
a God of making things new. So making things new in our homes. And so how can we develop that attribute that God so clearly and so beautifully has? So we need to be on the forefront of creativity as Christians and developing creativity and creative solutions in our home because we have the God of all creation as our Savior and Lord. Um, I'm not going to go into this a huge amount, but Christians need to be the ones that are leading the charge of creativity and doing something new and doing something unique. And a lot of times what we do is we see what, for lack of a better term, what the world is doing and make a Christian counterculture. Like, okay, you may have this type of music or whatever, but here's the Christian version of it. Or you may have this, but here's the Christian version of it. I hope you understand what I'm saying with that. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Like it's, it's good to have a Christian voice in there as well, but why can't we beat others to the punch? Why can't we be the ones that are developing it first? Because really, truly, we have the creator of the universe as our Lord and Savior. Why are we not the ones that are leading the charge and looking at creative solutions of how we can effectively disciple and reach the world? So we have that at our disposal. How do we harness it in? Um, And I think a lot of it Um, may have to do with the fact that a lot of just the way we view religion and sometimes as our relationship with God, and this is going maybe going a little too deep here, but I think it bears saying is that we tend to just, you know, like the tradition of, you know, going to church and having it part of our routine and, um, that, okay, you know, you know, thinking of, you know, our grandma's Bible and just different things like that. We like those things and it's, they're things that we hold on to. And those are wonderful things. Just having that heritage and that beauty and that routine and that amazing just part of our lives is great. Not knocking it in any way, shape or form. But if we look at that solely as being our relationship with God is that tradition piece, then it's going to become quite stale. It's not going to bring that life and that life abundant that it's meant to live. God's not just meant to be a tradition. Of course, God has instituted tradition. We see it through nature. We see the times. We see the seasons. He's instituted that. He's instituted communion and baptism and all those things, those landmarks of things that we do to stop and remember because there's power in remembering. But there's also power in the fact that God takes our lives and he transforms them. He makes them new. He does something creative with them. He takes what we view as tradition, just, you know, attending church on Sunday or reading the Bible together as a family, but he continually should be breathing new life into what we are doing, that we're not just imitating something else or somebody else or in the world. We're not even imitating what we've done in the past, that we're not just holding on to how things were, but we're looking at the new things and staying in step with God as he's moving into new territory. And we're following his lead to be able to take all of that tradition and that beauty that he has, those things that we remember God's faithfulness, but then we apply them to the new thing that he is doing and that we can step out and faith and we can do amazing things creatively for him because we know of how faithful he's been. 
So hopefully um, altogether that makes sense to you. And as I was preparing this today, just the, the verse that just continually hits me in the heart, but really truly hit me in the heart more than um, more than normal today is um, Isaiah 43, 19 through 21, where it says, or I'm sorry, 18 through 21. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Oh, just stop right there and think. I will make a way in the wilderness where it seems dry, where it seems barren, that he's going to put a river of life through that desert. So if you're feeling like, eh, you're feeling like barren, like, you know, nothing new is coming out of it. Nothing new is coming out of my life today. Know that God is doing a new thing. But we need to be in tune to his heart to perceive it. I'm going to keep on going. The wild beasts will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, for I will I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people who I formed for myself, that they declare my praise. We are formed for him. We are created for him. And because we are created for for him. He allows us the opportunity to work and partner with him to see that creativity spring forth and to partner with him as he's doing a new thing and to actively pursue being part of what he is doing. And allow he allows us to be part of that amazing creative work. It's so cool. It's so cool how God allows us to be part of what he's doing. And to see and to perceive. I love it says, do you not perceive it? I just pray that your heart and your mind are awakened to something creative and new today. Watching and looking around you and seeing this is how God is moving. This is where he's going. I see God. I see him, you know, over here. I see him over here. I see some things happening. And God, how can I be part of that? How can I be part of your new? How can I step out in faith and see those rivers in the desert, especially if you're feeling barren and dry and stale today. If you're like, ah, you know, the same old, same old that, you know, this is just like it was like, if you think of your Christian walk and, or even your, your home discipleship from last year to this year, have, has anything new come out of it? And if you are thinking to yourself, well, no, we're just kind of still stuck in that same, just same old, same old, we do this and that and the other, but nothing new, then this is for you today. God is doing something new. Allow him stop and give a minute and just ask God, breathe new life into this. Breathe new life into what I'm doing so that I can partner with you as you are doing a new thing in my home, as you are doing a new thing in my children. You know, we also read the story of, you know, old wineskins. You can't put new wine in old wineskins. So if we're holding on to just this is the way it has to be and this is this is the tradition and this is that and the other we can't get the new wine in there. We've got to allow those new wineskins, those new things. It's still a wineskin. It's still the same thing, but God is making it new. He's breathing new life into it. And that is what creativity does. Creativity is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing because it makes things new. 
we can't do things always the same. God is always moving. He's never changing, but he's always moving. And he's making things new to be able to reach and teach and connect with the new that's happening. So we can't be imitations. We can't be the rest as the rest of the world is. We must be made new. We have to let God creatively work in our lives, in our hearts, in our homes to do something new. As Christians, we need to be leading the way in creativity and creative solutions and looking at how we can creatively serve our God and be on the forefront of the new things that he's doing and stepping out of just the tradition and how this is this is this and that is that, but creatively doing something new that in turn is going to bring life and newness to not only your family, but to others. So just a couple of quick thoughts of just some practicalities of why, not even practicalities, but really truly what creativity does for your kids in fostering that creative sense. And so if you look at my blog, you can see some ideas of, um, just creativity and how to foster creativity. And it's not just a lot of people when they think of creativity, they're like arts and crafts and glitter and mess and all that. Creativity is not just that. Creativity can be through lots of different things, whether it's, you know, gardening or building with blocks or even cooking or there's lots of creative ways. It's like just basically taking your ordinary what you have, but making something new with it. That's creativity. It's not just art. It's not just music. There are so many more avenues for creativity to be used, whether it's even like encoding or filming or, um, you know, just even in sports or like thinking of a creative way to do this and make games. Like creativity can be fostered through everything. And when we foster creativity in our kids and we help develop those creative mindsets, not just, okay, you have to do this, then this, then this, then this, but kind of giving them an idea that, okay, well, how can you do this in a new way? Or how can you do this in the way that God designed you? What you're doing with when you're teaching kids and not just giving them a, and yes, there are, it's, it's good to say, in a lot of ways, like, okay, to brush your teeth, you need to do this, this, and this, and this. So you don't want to have creative ways of brushing your teeth because maybe your kids won't, teeth won't be cleaned. So that's what, you know, if take this with a grain of salt. But at the same time, when you are giving them opportunity to be creative, you are helping unleash what God has designed them to be. When you're giving them an opportunity to look at a creative solution for something or to just create, you're giving them an opportunity to try out and to take risk and to say, okay, I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to see if it works because that's how the seeds of destiny that God has planted in our kids' hearts, that's how they grow. That's how they get developed and that's how they germinate. And so when we allow them to take those risks and we allow them to step out and do things that are new and maybe taking something that they've done for a long time and saying, how can we do this differently? It unleashes something new. Like for example, my daughter, she, I've been letting her, I know I think I blogged about it one time in the um, middle of the mess where she she made a cake with too much baking powder or baking soda and it exploded all over the oven. 
So that that was fun. But she also has been able with her cooking adventures is to come up with some pretty cool creations. Like the other day, she made chocolate crepes. She's like, oh, you know, put this together. And she just kind of threw some ingredients together. And they were actually quite good. So it gives her that opportunity to take a risk, to make something new and to constantly be creating something exciting and new. And even though it's a mess sometimes right now, even though it's like, can you just follow the directions? Now, at the same time, I know what's being fostered within her is a risk-taking spirit of taking something and seeing it differently and making it new so that later on down the road, when she comes like faced with a situation where she has to be like, okay, I've got these pieces, what can I do to creatively, you know, solve this problem or do something. She'll be able to do that a whole lot better if she's not just looking for rules to follow. I think a lot of us still hold on. And I know for a lot of my life, I was looking for rules to follow. Like, okay, if I do this, do I have to, I have to, you know, do this, then this, then this, then this. And a lot of life is not a step-by-step process. And when we walk with our Lord and Savior, it shouldn't be a step-by-step process that God is all, as we said, God is always doing something new. If you don't get anything else from today, God is doing something new, always doing something new. And when we partner with that, we're able to think the way that he thinks and look at things differently, which is pretty amazing. So creativity is risky, but it's teaching our kids to be risk takers, um, that they're able to put themselves out there, that they're not going to just look for directions and instructions to get from point A to point B, but they can think of creative ways to get to go through um, and to get from point A to point B, Um, So, which it can be a good thing, can be really a good thing. Um, creativity is also not just, um, busy activity, like giving them, okay, here's a bunch of worksheets and here you go, have fun. Creativity is way more than that. Creativity or here's some tools, now make something new. Um, creativity is not just, okay, color within all the lines and everything. And yes, there, we need to also learn how to color within the lines. It's not knocking that, but I hope you hear my heart here, but creativity, it's not just busy activity. It's not just doing because we have to. We have to look at something and see it differently because that is where the world has changed is through creative solutions. But creativity in the heart of it is solution providing. We want to be solution providers. That is why God has put us on this earth to make disciples but also to be solution providing, that we see a need, that we fill it creatively to be able to disciple people and to draw them to Jesus. People are attracted to the new. People want to see, and like, you know, we have fads all over the place, but when God is doing a new thing, that lasts. It's not just a fad. So just encouragement today, foster the sense of creativity because it leads to attributes later in life with risk-taking, solution-providing, not just having kids that are just so looking for the point A to the point B and um, here's my five steps that I need to do to make sure because 
a lot of times, yes, sometimes it serves you well, but a lot of times it ends up in disappointment that, okay, I've done all of this. I followed A, B, C, and D, but it's not happening like it should because how many of us have been there where we're like, I feel like I've done all these steps, but it has not turned out the way I wanted it to. Creativity allows us to see things differently, that God is doing a new thing. And even though we might not see the A, B, C, D as something that is beneficial, that God really truly is working through it when we give it over to him. So creativity is for him. Ultimately, everything goes back to him. Without him, creativity just kind of gets lost. Um, because there is a limit because if we don't have creativity grounded in his heart and what he's developing within us and um, helping us do, creativity can sometimes go off the rails. And ultimately, God gives us creativity to be able to be solution providers, to meet a need, to take risks. But in order for creativity to do all that, it also has to be understandable to others. And so God kind of helps gives those parameters within there to make sure that our creativity can bring life, that it doesn't bring chaos, that it can bring life. It is a fine line. But when we give our creativity and our creative spirits back to him, then he can make something beautiful out of that creativity that is unprecedented and something more than we could imagine. So hopefully today within my rambled creative thoughts, you glean some nuggets of truth. God is doing a new thing. And when we look at our world today, we need new solutions and that we know as Christians that God is the solution period. But God also calls us to creatively partner with him to see his amazing hand work on the world. So I just pray for each and every one of you, and I'm going to in just a minute, but pray for each and every one of you to develop creative kids in your homes, that they look and they see not what everybody else sees. They don't just see an imitation, but they look at how can this be made new? How can this be made for Jesus? So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our creative spirits, Lord, that each and every one of us have, even if we think we have it or not. Lord, creativity is not just limited to arts or crafts, Lord, but you help us to be creative in every avenue of life because you are creative. And when we stay close to your heart, Heavenly Father, you develop that sense of creativity within us and to look and to see a solution in the perhaps and say, what if? What if we do it this way? Because creativity is how the world is changed. It creates new and it creates life. Lord, help us to perceive the new things that you are doing in our homes and in our lives. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness. In your name, amen. Friends, it's always a pleasure. So make sure you check out my blog at 3dlegacy.org. Um, you can check out the blogs of just different things. Also, um, 
within a couple of days here, I'll be advertising it, but a Pinterest board of home discipleship, creative home discipleship ideas of how to really just foster that sense of creativity in your home. Continue on with us as we continue with the Meant for More series and as we are just continuing to creatively provide solutions to help you develop the world changers and the generation makers that are in your home right now. Love you guys. Have a wonderful day.